Live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper, you are Live from the Path. You're listening to live from the path. We're coming to you from the uh, Pathway Studios here in Justin Prepper. Hey, thanks for having us. It's good. It's good. Good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know. Hey, I thought of this on the way here. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to waste it. Here's what we got going on the show today. Uh, so far, I think we're just advice. Yeah. yeah. We're going to give some advice. We uh, 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 both before and after the show were ripe for other conversation. Um, which may or may not make its way onto the air. And so we had a particularly long one today. Uh, and so uh, since the show is, is largely about us and our own edification, uh, we left you out of it. But uh, so we, we'll, maybe we'll do some advice today. And I got just a couple other things. We'll get to it. Uh, but but uh, two, two things on my mind. The first one is, so I went back and checked the dates. Uh, we, we have not accomplished 10 years of broadcasting. Oh, no. Oh, Ben. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So we started in March of 2010. So we are in our t- in our tenth year, right? So like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you have not completed ten years. Okay, good. That'll oh, give us a little time. When? March, March of uh, 2020? March of twenty and uh, yeah, twenty twenty. Okay. Yep. So uh, anyway, Crazy. anyway. So, but I have been putting a thought on uh, on a celebration. We're going to do one, and it's going to be fun. Uh, and I've got some I got some thoughts I've been kind of stewing through, and so we'll uh, we'll, we'll take you guys once we have some more information. Uh, just know that you're invited. Will, will uh, we use a chicken costume? I mean, I would say if one is available, we would be remiss not to. I'll have can, one by Friday. Can I do what life size cardboard? Ooh, hold on, Bova. We've overshadowed this chicken costume. Oh no, Dan's go gone. on, Dan. <laughs> I'm interested in both things. I also have a banana suit. Yeah, I mean, you could just come as the people of the show. No, I don't know. Are there going to be a live from the past celebration oh. with Mike, Ben, a chicken, and a, and a banana? Yeah, no, no, wait a minute. That I, sounds I, like fun. Actually, uh, didn't we? Did, did we use? Did we do a show where everyone was in those inflatable costumes? Yeah, Dan, you remember those? I still have one of those laying around. Like it was, it was like a, a it was a bowl. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. How much of your closet is devoted to costumes <laughs> you bought online? <sighs> I I would be embarrassed to answer that, Dan. I won't deny it. I, I have the same situation yeah, in the youth yeah. group room. I have a box of costumes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I'm not saying it's a good choice. I don't Mike. You guys. Like I never once said, "Hey, man, this is a different thing for the Lord that I'm doing." Just saying, if you go into the youth group room right, you may find a box of costumes, and often, or excuse me, a cupcake, a banana, and then there's a couple crazy wigs. I mean, I feel like iron sharpens iron, and then you guys are like graphite. You know, like <laughs> you buy, with all this costume We're more inspirational in our uh, approach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man, try having a bunch of youth group. People that are upset and then walking in a banana suit and then they're all excited. Hey, it's completely fake and it's cheap, but it's it's what I work with. I, so I actually have a theological question. Oh no! So I was uh, I was at a visiting church this week and uh, and, and they said the Apostles' Creed. Oh yeah, and yeah. and and like it's it's not common to me. Like I know what it is, you know, but I just don't I don't recite it very often. And it got to the part about Jesus being in hell for three days and coming back out. And I'd already said it, and I thought, do I believe that? <laughs> I don't actually know. Is there, what, is, there, is there a theological uh, contention to that thought? Or is it pretty, pretty well established that after Jesus died, he went down into hell for three days doing unknown things? Kind of debates on, uh, probably based on the Peter text, right? Uh, Set the prisoners free. 
Yeah, so there's two there's two connections to it. There's um uh information in Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one's Peter, uh where he goes, yeah, where it says he went and set the spirits free. Um uh, but then there is And that's not in reference to the dead people walking around? Like after after right, he died? After the, after, yeah. He's after uh, I mean, no, that, I figured that was, was the people like in uh, paradise. You know, you know, like Jesus. Hey, I'll, you'll be in paradise today. The people in the the bosom of Abraham, in the the, the chasm between that and and the other. I mean, those are the people he set free and then the, brought them up because the, sin no longer had power over them. Pre pre covenant to like, okay, you've been waiting here, Old Testament people. Uh, it happened. Let's go. Yeah, that that was my understanding. But I'm kind of a simplistic guy, you know. I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I don't really. Care. It doesn't really matter. It yeah. doesn't really shake my faith either way. But like, I saw. I I found myself uh, just real quickly, you know, when a, the whole congregation is saying it, and it already come out of my mouth, and I thought, I don't know if I actually believe that. Oh no. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the only thing I know for certain is that Mel Gibson was wrong. Oh. With his interpretation of it, <laughs> and made it really creepy and weird. And I... wait a minute, there's is there a Mel Gibson movie that addresses it? Passion of the Christ. I didn't notice there was any parts about to hell in there. Well, yeah, he like there's, a serpent. Yeah, there was dude. like the the weird looking demon dude that was following him. Oh, that's a temptation. That's Satan. He's a that's Satan tempting. Yeah, that's I why, thought that was at the death of Jesus, though. Uh, no, that guy's in the whole movie. That creepy. Well, yeah, Voldemort no, I get guy. that part. I'm saying, but there was a specific part about him in death, wasn't there? No, I just thought there was a big smile to it. Well, because it big starts with the Garden of Eden and and, yeah. and the serpent, and then it, it's the idea of it finished at yeah, he was at the death because it it was. And so it was the idea of him being crushed. Oh, uh, wasn't him? Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. I didn't they have like a scene of him getting like beaten once Jesus died and then res- Yeah, yeah, like the teardrop coming yeah, in. Yeah, lake of fire kind of deal. Man, I feel maybe I haven't watched it in a while. I was gonna say it's been a long time since it was a big deal when it came out. We all yeah, so the, there is there is another part where it says, you remember where it says, uh, as Jonah was three days and three nights in the yeah. belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Yeah, like I, so some of that gets connected to, oh. hey, he was in. I think there's just debate. Yeah, is what was he doing? I mean, of all the stuff to put oh. in the Apostles' Creed, I feel like you. Could, I mean, that one lacks clarity. Say something else. There's plenty of valuable things in the scripture. Right. There's a lot of stuff that has a <laughs> I mean, solid stone. Like I said, it's not offensive or anything, you know. But like, I, I, I thought, man, am I that easily led astray? Just Do people put words that? on the screen, you know, and I just read them. They could have been doing a baking recipe, and I'd have been like, <laughs> six cups of flour. Oh, I'm man. in the flour. <laughs> I guess they, I, they got me. <laughs> yeah, I've never spent a lot of time on it. Like, what did, what did Jesus do for three days? Yeah, I mean, like it seems like he could just go down there and be like, "Well, we win." Go right back up and not spend three days doing. Yeah. I, I I think it really boiled down because I I think I I remember coming across this uh, some years ago and I I devoted like an hour to it and I thought I mean I don't question what Jesus does on a day to day basis. What do I care what he did? I mean, <laughs> I if he wanted to tell me, he would have. You know, if it was important to me, he would have been like, by the way, I was down there whooping tail down in, down into hell, <laughs> right. re- hell yeah. regions. You know, I was the bridge from the chasm for a while. Right. I mean, he didn't bring it up. So I thought, whatever, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> we, we probably don't need to know. I mean, if we have to search that hard, that's how I look at it. It's, you thought I was hardcore with the whip in the temple. You should have seen me down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really had at it. <laughs> hey, so that made me think, uh, um, well, I mean, not that, but I was, uh, <laughs> when I was driving in today, uh, what was I listening to? There was a guy talking about, uh, on the radio, talking about something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I don't, I don't think this is true, actually, uh, but, but he said, it was the holies of, Holy of Holies dark? Oh, I mean, no, there's lampstands in so, there, there. I think the lampstands. That's on the other side of the curtain. Uh, yeah, I think the lampstands are on the other side of the curtain. And so, like. I suppose if, it was. If it's a purple curtain, is it is it straight up dark in there? Like, it was really thick, too. Oh, yeah. 
So I mean, because yeah, the question is, is that like, uh, I mean, they put a lot of effort into this, uh, into this mercy seat. Overlaid a gold now, but the one fellows who moved it weren't even allowed to look at it. So anyway, it was running through my mind, like, because uh, he was said uh, the the, t- the time of darkness when Jesus was on the cross uh, is kind of calls you back to the time of darkness being in the holy holies. And I thought I could take or leave the description. I'm not sure whether it matters to me, uh, but then I I couldn't remember whether it was true. But but here's what it brought me to though is is we are so used to um hey man we're, like everybody's going to study the bible we want to learn we want to study more we want to see it and god kind of reveals all but like if i were pre if it was pre jesus like i never get to see inside the holy of holies like ever not even the right. holy place right, right. Yeah. yeah right so like like you know, even only a few guys and so like this concept of us being able to like god revealing everything and us being able to know all these things um, like our innate design, like you can't, you can't tell me there weren't guys in that time that like, Hey man, what's it like in there though? Oh yeah. And oh, like, sure. and like, boy, God's in there. Or like, I want to take a peek. Uh, and, and God's like, like, absolutely not. Like I will, you will straight up die for violating yeah. the sanctity of the, of the holy place. I would have straight up been one of the dudes it, that died. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> absolutely. I would have been the guy that's like, okay, it's right there. <laughs> it's, it's right. I'm going to go. So, so here's, here's, ah, here's what I thought of, though. Here's what it rolls up to, is that my curiosity and my desire for knowledge, although God-given, is not Lord. It, it, so, so it's like our, our desire to know and to understand, it's misguided to believe that we aren't even, one, capable of understanding all, or that it's God's prerogative that we will understand all, even within our own confines. Because like, it's not like someone couldn't, couldn't have walked into the tabernacle. Uh, he, he, he gave, the, we obviously have it, have it written down in, at the end of Exodus and in Leviticus, like how this thing is supposed to be built uh, and how it's supposed to be run. And that was public knowledge, right? But, like, that makes it even worse because you're like, boy, think of all the cool stuff that's in there. I want to yeah. take a peek. <laughs> yeah. I want to take a peek on right. it. Yeah. And so, anyway, like, there was something, um, I, I'm sure there's a finer point that a wiser man could have come to in reaction to this. But there was, there was a humbling point to it that said, um, as much as it is right what God puts in us to say, I want to know, and the desire to like attain knowledge and the curiosity, even around good and holy things about God, like there was literally a place that was always in the middle of a traveling camp of which a dude could go in there, probably in the dark it sounds like, and not even, he couldn't even kind of see what was going on. And like literally, I, if, as, a, as a Joe Blow, I didn't even get to go in the tent, let alone the second part of the tent, like ever. Right. Ever couldn't even see it, and God's like, "Yeah, that's right and good. You don't go in there." And like, it's just it's 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 disorienting to me because everything else is like we're going to study. I'm, I'm I can read about it in Leviticus. I can study and know it. But if it was right here, God would be like, "You cannot go in there." But I would think even to, to make that harder is when it, it was the tabernacle and the tent. You you saw the flame at night, and you saw the cloud, right? And it's just, that's yeah. more curious. It's like I want to see where that's. What's that coming out of there? I mean, how's, how's the, how do they do that? Yeah, I mean, right. You know? What's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why is that not scorching everything? And maybe that's a Western thing that, that you know, we're Western thinkers. And it, I wonder if that's universal. I mean, if it was straight up dark in there, people would go, hey, Moses, what's it like in there? I don't actually know. I, I, I got nothing. <laughs> what's it look glowing? like? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the dudes that <laughs> nice. built a mercy seat would know what it looks like, and everyone else? Eh, no idea. What an honor. Hey, man, what, like, not only, like, hey, they were chosen to do it, but, like, not even in just their generation, but for all generations to come. Yeah. Like, that's the only guy that got to work on it. Right. Yeah. Dude built it. And, and like, a lot of God's instructions were uh, put, put, make it out of the filigree, 
Chuck knows how to do it. Like, <laughs> like, like they were specific, but like he would say, "Have this guy do it." He knows how to do these things. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool if yeah. God had to say that about you? Like, have Bova do this. Yeah. I made him for this. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Your purpose it's is over you, now. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, right. I, I don't want to know where I peak. In it's that where life. you could actually like, go. I was built for this. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? And it would be true. Hey, man, I'm full of myself. I say that constantly. Yeah, I say <laughs> that, I was made for this, and I run into stuff that I clearly was not made. I for. I say that when I buy a package of peanut M and M's. I was made for this, <laughs> and then I eat them <laughs> like nobody's business. <laughs> I, you know, I, I kind of think that though, like. We just had a, another prayer room, and like when you're putting the wall, the paper on the wall, it's kind of this kind of a cool thought that there's cool stuff's going to happen here. I don't even know what it's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. But it, you kind of feel there's nothing like though the tabernacle or right. you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, the ark, you know, as you're as you're carving in or however you do the the, the wing or whatever, the yeah, making a mold, however they did it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. I hadn't really thought about that before. Did hmm. you did did you go or did anybody go to that uh, traveling? Experience that was yeah. at the camp. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Did you go into Holy Holies Day? I did. Like, you, now, here's the thing. I thought about that. That traveling experience occurred to my mind. I thought, boy, it'd be cool to see. And then I thought for a he- I just I hesitated for a second. I thought, yeah. like, even now, should I go in there? Now, obviously, it's not the place. Like, I checked I, right. for bodies. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I kind of peeked in. Huh? Just making sure. Yeah. I just. Uh, it's it, the presence of the Lord. It, I, I don't know, like, that, that was the, it's been the most encouraging thing reading through Exodus Leviticus is like, uh, is being reminded of the holiness of the Lord in such a way right. uh, that, that just causes you to, uh, like, we rightly understand Jesus' friend, but like, there's, you know, there's more. <laughs> and like, uh, I don't know, that, for sure, that was just, that was, that has been sitting on me ever since I drove here. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's, that's, that's all I had, I think, sitting on my mind there. Okay, good. Yeah. You, want, you want to do some advice? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do a few. Here we go. Here, I've heard about. In the last presidential election, I had a friend who voted differently than I did. We didn't try to persuade each other to vote quotes our way, but I did share on social media some opinions about people who had taken some controversial positions. He regarded these opinions as a personal attack and stepped out of my life without warning. I've tried to re-engage her with several several times with texts, Facebook messages, phone calls. One message was met with hostility, and the others have gone unanswered. I've tried to apologize for hurting her feelings, even though I didn't intend to, and ask for forgiveness. I've offered to take her to lunch. I hate the idea of walking away from a 20-year friendship. We are both in our mid-30s, so this is a friendship that has lasted more than half our lives, over something that seems so insignificant to me. Do I quit? Do I keep trying? Michigan. You, you told her what you really felt. But, I mean, you took the gloves off and the mask off. And said, "I think you're a complete idiot because yeah. you vote differently than me." Mm-hmm. That's what. That's the the problem with social media. It, yeah. it, it, you make this blanket statement thinking those people, but some of those people are people you know. Yeah, me, me, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you insulted a friend greatly. Yeah, it's over. Stop it. Be more mature with social media. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I, okay, so I, I, I agree with the concept that you shouldn't be throwing, like, blatant I mean, she, carpet statements out on Facebook. She tried to make amends here. That's what I'm saying, is, like, uh, I feel like there's a bit of immaturity on the other no, end, too. That sounds like, half-hearted. True. No. What well, sounds half-hearted? Read, read back the list of what she did again. Hold on. Taking it as, you told me how you really felt, and you never told me that before, and now I know how you really feel about me. But, like, was it... Go ahead, Mike. I did share on social media some opinions about people who had taken some controversial positions. Yeah, that's that makes me think that like she said things about candidates. 
Yeah. Not like and people hey, who support my them. friend Chelsea yeah. is a real dummy head because no, she's really she, she's soft serving what she said. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you voted for this. She probably quoted either directly blue. from the Blaze or directly from CNN or something or the Libertarian News or I mean she was just just blah. This is what I think and people who don't think this cuz I mean it's all confrontational, right? Yeah. No one puts anything on the internet that ain't confrontational. Agreed. And so like she put this out like – so the problem with social media posts is, is that like people know that you had 100% choice to, to either post this thing or not post this thing. And now when confronted with another person in the room, you tend to soft tail it a little and be like, well, you know, I'm not hardcore that way. But blah, blah. Well, you were and you were by yourself, you know, on the computer just wheeling out whatever you wanted to. Like it's a huge it, – it, it's it, – social media, as much as people think as ah, just stuff I put on Facebook, it's you. That is you. Yeah. What you put on social media is you. And it's probably the, a more raw version of you than yeah. you can temper down than when you talk to another person into a room. And so, like, if you can look back on your social media history and go, man, this is actually me. This is, this is what I do, and this is who I am. You probably make some, I mean, she's going to have a hard time believing that, like, oh, well, it doesn't mean that much to you. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it you did. took the yeah. time to yeah. post it on social media for everyone you've ever met to see. It meant something to you. One, I really hope I never have to look back at my social media history. And, I know. And Even the last couple not, of weeks. I yeah, mean, and, and determine whether yeah. or not that was my identity. Yeah. Uh, number two, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's okay to not have the same opinions and still be friends. Like, yeah. I, I'm Should not taking this as this is that much of a personal affront. Like, if somebody posted a, a, a thing about controversial candidates or something like that, I'd be able to go, hey, they don't like the candidate that I like, but that's still my buddy, Jimmy. Here's the deal. I think her friend is just as much in the other way. That's yeah. why she's yeah. so offended. She's right. just a coward. Right, yeah. exactly. Right. She's, she's like, fine, <laughs> if you don't agree with the way that I agree with things and you're willing to call it out like that, I don't want to be around you anymore. I feel like there's some immaturity to that. They're both acting like children, definitely, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it, here's the deal. It's ultimately too bad. I, I, I totally get it. Uh, I feel like if you tried to, to, to make amends on this thing and you tried to apologize right. and learned your lesson... Uh, or, or even if you didn't and said, look, this wasn't amended to you, uh, I still hold these opinions. Uh, I, if she's willing to throw away 20 years of a friendship um, and, and reject your attempts to, to reconcile, uh, that's on her. Right. Uh, I, I would make sure you express yourself clearly and honestly, and then from there you're going to have to leave the ball in her court. Yeah, and the whole posting politically on Facebook, I think if you're posting comments or statements or articles that are relevant, that are well-sourced and things like that, that are meant to inform the people on your on your deal, that's one thing. When you're just like, oh, man, I hate candidate X because blah, 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 10 years ago, blah, blah, blah. I hate everyone who follows him, too. That's ridiculous. I got to yeah. say, I agree with whoever agrees with me on this thing. Like, if the lady, I, I really appreciate where that came from. If, <laughs> if the lady was, was posting in a way that I would have also agree with, then I'm going to have to side with her. I feel yeah. like I have yeah, I need to know who, I, what I side she was on. I agree but, yeah. with anyone who agrees with me on this. That was, that was a 100% phenomenal wordsmithing uh, there. Secular says, what happened is unfortunate. Because not one of your overtures has been accepted, stop, step back and stop trying for a while. After the next election, cooler heads may prevail, and she may be more receptive. Uh, nope. Yeah, I'm Presidential sure. election? Like, we got four years and we're going to be buddies again? That always cools the waters. <laughs> yeah. Fresh election. Is this a gubernatorial <laughs> thing? Like, we can mate halfway? Yeah, that's true. Summer versus winter Olympics? Like, anytime, what are we doing here? Anytime the electoral college gets to come back up, people generally <laughs> cool down a little bit, yeah. we, and, and peace resides. <laughs> I mean, throw, throw one We out. take a second look at our friendship. <laughs> Just, like, give it another month and be like, hey, you know what? I really like, uh, I support Pendergrass for state senate. <laughs> And just see if you can reel her in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I did on Pendergrass? <laughs> hey, you remember when we were junior high together? We used to love PB and J with the strawberry instead of the grape. You remember we used to be best friends? Let's be best friends again. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, a slight diversion. So, 
Did anybody ever have the little Debbie used to make? Um, uh, I'm gonna say yes. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, the oatmeal. It's like oatmeal cream pie except for peanut butter and mm-hmm. jelly on the inside. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> this sounds fantastic. What? Oh man, they were good. Are uh, do they still make them? They don't. <laughs> they stopped making them like 12, 15 years ago. I'm I tried to them source out. them from like Romania and stuff. <laughs> See if I could pick them up. Little but. Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, the quick trip is making a peanut butter and jelly donut. And Ugh. the oh. peanut butter in there tastes just like the peanut butter that used to be in that uh, little Debbie. Debbie uh, so uh, if you're nostalgic and mistaken in life, uh, that's the place to go pick it up. Pick up take your word for it. I, I might have had I, one I, on I, the way here. I have no reason to be in the realm of peanut butter and jelly. Oh, it was. It's a, I, here's the deal. I've had it three times. And the first time I had it, I thought, this is not great. But then every time I walk in there, I see it again. No, no, I I tried it the third time. I drove it out of the way here. I'm like, that peanut butter tastes like that old uh, oatmeal cream pie cookie. And I thought, I don't really know if I really enjoy this, but I'm not purchased it three times. I was I was in the cheaps a couple weeks ago. I was trying to save the last bit of money I had before I got paid on a Monday. Like it was like Saturday. And I'm like, what is the cheapest way I can eat? For the next two days, and not have to worry about going in the hole. And so I decided to be the lazy man, and I got that goober stuff. Oh, the goober that's oh yeah, the peanut butter and the jelly in one jar. Yeah, and I realized quickly that that was the magnitude of my folly. It was a bad deal, <laughs> and I should not have done that. I immediately went back and got yeah. more peanut butter and more jelly because I'm like, this is yeah. a terrible decision. Yeah. That has its own flavor. I mean, it really sure. does. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there is a reason that this is not refrigerated. It is not in any way like this thing will last a nuclear fallout, yeah. and it, it's striped. This is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Anything that says unnecessary to refrigerate, I'm like, mm. anything that What's Booba shows up and says, "Hey, man, don't eat that." That's a bad yeah, deal. That's that. all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. This one's gonna be awesome. Oh, we're ready. Oh, Dear life from the path. A child in my son's second grade class goes by the name Sir Blank Blank. What? So we'll call it Sir Billy McAllister. And okay. if anyone leaves out Sir, he corrects them, and not very nicely. <laughs> The family claims the child has been knighted, but the details become vague when asked. Oh, I'm sure. Live from the path, I did some digging around. This child's name isn't on the official British list of knighted citizens. Oh, it's impossible to inherit the title sir, and basically unheard of for an American seven-year-old boy to legitimately be given the title. I feel titles should be earned, such as doctor, captain, or missus, not made up to generate a sense of power over those around you. May I tell my son it's okay not to use this bogus title? <laughs> I really, I really want to picture a, a, a mom walking in to school and showing Sir Billy McAllister. <laughs> Your title is lies. Oh. You were not knighted, you child. And I'll tell you something else. I did some digging. Hello, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mrs. Milner. I did some research. I look up the official British knighted citizens website, and Billy McAllister's not on it. <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen is. Billy McAllister is. I mean, here's the deal. You've overplayed your hand, son. Right? It was never up for debate whether the child has been knighted. Right. It's not up for debate. Right. He's not knighted. The seven-year-old American boy has not been to the queen and getting the old swordy sword. It didn't happen. And so you've overinvested, you know? And, like, at the end of the day, I mean, do you care? I mean, if the kid wants to go buy Sir Poopy Pants or whatever, call him Sir Poopy Pants. I don't. I mean, does it really matter? If what principle? I mean, it's so. So maybe, maybe I should back down a little bit. Uh, so their stance was: I believe titles should be earned. Like, hold on, here Mrs. are the examples: Doctor, uh, that's uh, fifteen years of school. <laughs> Captain, probably four years of school. 
Mrs., you showed up somewhere one day. (laughs) You went to the courthouse. (laughs) I do. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, Mrs. is not a title that is earned. Uh, I mean... Okay, what do we think, boys? If there's someone in your child's school decides they're going to be known as Sir Billy McAllister, and the kids go, I don't want to call him Sir Billy. I'd say do it. Yeah. I mean, I see, so I tell my kids, say, look, do what you want, but like, I don't see any reason not to call him Sir Billy McAllister. Can I, pl- I have to be confrontational. I say no. Yeah. Do not call that kid sir. That Why? is this weird sense of entitlement that this child is now being validated in. Oh, what, you're going to throw your face in every home in America? Just call the kid no, sir. No, but I can, <laughs> I can deal with in the means that I'm in, which means that my kid has got to call him Sir Billy McAllister, here's, or he's going to be a schmuck to my child? Now, no. Now, here's no. the thing. My so, kid's got to stand up, look that kid in the face, and go, you ain't a sir. No, I ain't calling you sir. Here's the question. Is it your job to humble everybody that needs it? No. Okay, but, then. Is it my child's job to validate this kid being Sir? No, that's what I'm saying. Choose what when you he, want. When he is the one who's who's acting negatively when he's not called Sir, he's being a little jerk, is what they're saying. Wait, okay. That's where it hits. Let, me. Let's up the ante. What what if he wants to be called Susan? Susan and use the girls' Susan bathrooms McCall- because he's Sir, identifying as a girl. Sir Susan McAllister. I'm just saying. Let, let's just go to a different. I, I think uh, I think Dan's trying to make the jump to this child. The transgender, that, that's hot, hot, hot these days in schools. It, I mean, it's a it's a big subject. So the question is: So do you tell your child? No, it's a him. He's got uh, a penis. It's a him who wants to be called Susan. Do what you want with it. <laughs> uh, man, I I don't want to. I'm like I just I don't want people to hate. I me. really don't because I know that if <laughs> anybody ever draw hears the line, this, yeah. it's like someday, twenty years from now, someone's gonna be, man John Boover like that thing. Uh, this guy identifies as a sir. I mean, what? I think okay, I get why you're making that leap, but I don't think they're the same thing. Now. Okay, well, they're not the same thing. Now hold on, does it does it count if like someone's trying to give themselves a nickname? Like if hey, I want you guys to call me Butterfingers. I he's trying to start his own nickname. Yes. <laughs> That's automatically a no for me. So, I mean, but Sir's trying to do it. That's what Sir, whatever his yeah. name is. If, if if Sir wasn't a big jerk about it when he's not called Sir Billy McAllister, it'd be a little bit different. But if this kid's freaking out on other kids saying, "You shall call me Sir," blah, I mean, blah, is blah, that blah. what he? That's worth it. Yeah, that's what I took from it. Yeah, yeah it says yeah. he gets pretty uptight when people don't okay. call him to Sir. Okay. Now hold that's, on, that's my Demanding point of contention. Now wait, this is coming from a woman who was willing to investigate on the website. Yes, now, <laughs> check out the nighting. Let's let's take for example, Bova. How many bosses do you have? One. One. How many people have you called boss? <laughs> that's, that's not fair, Mike. <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, boss. I, I, what do you mean? I've called, I've called people boss for like the past year and a half. Yeah, Pretty much yeah. everyone I saw. It's just part of my DNA. I won't, I won't <laughs> deny that statement. I call people boss all the time. So I'm saying right now that titles don't matter a lick to you. They don't, uh, if they meant something to you, you would not, you would not be refraining from calling everybody boss, even I, if they I, ain't your boss. You are correct in that. My deal is the entitlement of the kid freaking out whenever he's not called Sir Billy McAllister. Yeah, I mean, That's so basically I'm what calling. you're saying is you just want to put the boots to a seven-year-old kid. I want my kid to do it, not me. <laughs> uh, fine, yes. Yes what? This, if this kid's going to be a schmuck about it, absolutely. Absolutely what? You're going to call put him Sir? Put the boots to it, yes. What call him he- out and say no. What? What? I'm I'm willing to step down on that. Yes, Mike. I'm gonna tell my kid you do not have to call that kid, sir. He wants to get mad about it. He can get mad about it all he wanted. Not your responsibility to call them by some weird title that they're getting involved in. That is not your your problem. Or your responsibility. I feel like you're way over invested. I mean, I, it, there's there's a million, I have not Googled the list. There is of a million nights. things in this life to get fired up about. If it, some doofus wants to call himself Billy Rockstar and that's his new first name, I'll call him Billy Rockstar. I I, I don't care. 
It, it really matters nothing to I'm me. I'm not saying I'm finding a problem with like caring about whether or not he's calling himself that. My problem is the entitlement of I am that, and I'm going to get upset at you if you don't call me that. I can't control That's how he what, reacts. Agreed, but I'm not involved myself now. Give me I, serenity. I'll call you sir. No. Love it. Cool. You no. do that all you want. No, you're no. A, you want to ruffle feathers. He's a seven-year-old boy. Obviously, his parents are terrible, right? Like you right. should you should have you should have empathy for the child. Call him sir. No. <laughs> I think you're terrible, Mike. I'm going to show up next week as Sir Buva. <laughs> yeah, I'll call you Sir Buva if that's what will. make you feel better. I know you sounds will. fine to me. I'm it's better than you giving you money, you or I don't know, <laughs> giving me money, taking you on vacation with me. <laughs> if I just have to hey call man, you, is, sir, is that my choices? If I, <laughs> you have to call me, Sir Buva, or you take me on vacation, yeah, Sir Buva, I'm in vacation. You don't want to go on vacation with Mike. No, no, you. Oh, don't. I agree with that. I was. Just, no. <laughs> I, I, I think both ways that runs. I don't want to go on vacation with Mike, and Mike does not go want to go on vacation with me. That's true. Because he'll be like, "Hey, man, are we going to another barbecue joint?" It's like, yes. yes, we are, Mike. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> hey, man, I was in Florida last week, and there's a guy who runs. It's called uh, the sign outside his place says BBQ and donuts. He Do opened PB and J donuts, a combination donut shop That's and barbecue combo. restaurant. That is a sweet combo. I was on my way out of town and I was so upset that I was going to miss it. Right. Uh, and so now I, I have to go back to this town just so I can check out this guy because like See? I feel like he's chosen. The I think he's big deal because people encouraged him. Hey man, what are you good at? Well, barbecue and donuts. You should open a restaurant. Oh, don't doing even just play that. it off like I did not encourage that little boy to be <laughs> no. Sir Billy McAllister. <laughs> no, Billy McAllister. I ruined, had, the, I ruined he had the high high hopes for his life. Some weird like Cajun. And you cut him down. Seven year old boy. Whatever. Right in a right in a. Before, I'm, in I'm not going to get views. Viet Cajun crawfish from this boy now because I didn't call him <laughs> Sir. Where are we at? Okay, what's the final tally? Dan, you call him Sir. Kind of silent a little bit. Um, you know what? Don't have to look at me and agree with me, Dan. No, I'm not. I just, I just, I would have a hard <laughs> time doing it I, I, because he wants it. I would fight it. That's just my rebellious. Hey man, nature. that was a terrible argument. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because he wants it, I'll fight it. That's my that's my rebel nature here's, about me. Here's I, here's the argument. So he says, I, I I believe titles are earned, not made up to generate a sense of power over those around you. Here's the thing. We, You'd have to believe that the entire American third grade believes in the power of the knighted Britishman, right? Like, just because your name's Sir doesn't equal power in this country. It doesn't mean anything. So, like, it's a made-up title that actually doesn't move the needle at all. All I'm doing is I'm filling in blanks of this person's personality. I'm fairly certain Sir Billy is the same kid that won't tie his own shoes and he bull- Yeah. That's not even in the letter. I know. It's the, details are it's not in included. context. Okay, Dan's a, Dan's a no. I'm not going to call him sir. Booba? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Ben? Yeah, I'll probably do it. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll tell the kids to do it. I call him sir twice. See what he thinks of that. Sir, sir? Yeah, sir, sir, Billy McAllister. I'm big sir. Hey, man, that kind of rhymes. Sir, sir, Billy McAllister. That's cool. I'd, I'd encourage that. Okay. <laughs> and that's probably the greatest thing you can do in life. All right, anyway, let's Phenomenal. move on. <laughs> oh, man. That was gold. Let's move sir, on. Sir Billy McAllister. So, uh, Secular says, uh, the question was, may I tell my son it's okay not to use this bogus title? Secular says, I don't recommend it. The kid may have been given the name Sir by his parents at birth, just as the children of certain celebrities have been named Prince or Your Majesty. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, and let's what? really ride Who's that deal, too. Who's got the name of kid Your Majesty? Gwyneth no, that's like Apple. Apple. Did you yeah. say Olaf? And granola and stuff. <laughs> Apple and granola. I thought you said Olaf. <laughs> uh, Olaf? Uh, yes, se- Olaf Paltrow. <laughs> secular, that sounds awesome, Secular actually. continues. If your son prefers not to address the boy by name, he's free not to address him at all. 
So look, if you're gonna try to get me to call you to sir, I'm just not gonna talk to you at all. <laughs> it was Jermaine Jackson. He, he named him Your Majesty. <laughs> the boy's name is Your Majesty. Tell me this is a joke. Uh, Your Majesty. Majesty. Uh, okay, yeah. So hold on. Here we go. Here's the names. Well, I like the letter J. Both my first and my last name start with it. Uh, Your Majesty Jackson. Uh, so that's nice. Also, my three previous kids. Three previous kids. How do you do that? Jeremy, Jordan, and Jafar. Obviously, you've done well by it, but Jafar? I want something different. A name, the majesty of which will both make my other kids feel inferior and guarantee oh. that no one will be able to say it without laughing. That's a legitimate statement you're making that they actually said. This is from Time Magazine. What is this about? The letter J, majesty, ma- oh, I, oh. No, wait, that doesn't sound like it's true. I was going to say that. Yeah, that sounds anyway. Like that's it. weird. But the baby, the baby's name is Your Majesty, Your Majesty Jackson. Huh? You kid, Your Majesty. All I can do is exhale to hear things like this. I have no commentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, so I'm going to make a caveat. I'm going to caveat caveat my answer. Uh, if he's still doing it after the next summer break, then I probably will stop doing it. I will tolerate. Are you second grade is the, the cutoff. Yeah, I mean, give him a little time to work out of it. He's yeah. just a seven-year-old boy. Oh, yeah, I'll go there's, with that. Couple, 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 three times, whatever. Yeah. They're still a solid product of their environment at seven. At seven, and like, I feel like his dad's a turd. I would agree with that statement. But you know, no, you wouldn't. You would bring the open hand slap to his face. To the yeah. dad, yeah. No, to the child. No, just call him kid. sir until he gets out of it. Nope. Uh, How you doing? Hey, all right, since we seem to be divided on this one, let's, uh, I'm going to open that up to the complaint line. Give us a call or a text, 515-517-0085. Would you be willing to call the kids sir? <laughs> For, uh, and I'll, I'll accept a caveat answer. Like, it doesn't have to be permanent. Uh, maybe you put some parameters on it. But, like, uh, are, you a, are you a firm no? Booba says, look, there's people in the world that need to be taught a lesson, and I'm going to teach it to them. Every dang one of them that needs it, I'm going to do uh-huh. it. <laughs> life, life coach me out to be a monster yeah. here. <laughs> I could just let it go, but not on this bunch. <laughs> the world would be set right one seven-year-old at a time. Just out society one person at a time. Anyone, yeah. 515-517-0085. That's a, shoot us a phone call, leave us a voicemail, or uh, you know, shoot us a text. Let us know. Would you call them, sir? Yeah. Spread the gospel to the Gentiles. And by the way, if they try to call themselves sir, get right in there. Oh, of course you're going to be involved. Get right involved. Of course you're going to make it that big of a deal, Mike. I saw someone post today. Sir, sir. Someone I like. And they posted on the Facebook and they said, uh, hey, if anybody tells you the gospel is about anything, uh, they're lying to you. I thought, Jesus said it was the gospel of the king. And I, I, <laughs> right? I, I think, I mean, I understand the point he's making, but I mean, you got to be careful about that kind of thing, friend, just to just, kind of look for a sweet sermon point. Yeah, if just because it sounds good <laughs> in a fortune cookie does not mean you need to make it your crux of your sermon. Yeah, man. I thought, I mean, I'm not going to argue with the Lord about what he says the good news is. Anyway, here's with one more. Okay, here we go. Last one. Hey, Did, actually, hold on. I'm going to reveal the how, much, how dumb I am. As Mike was talking that thing, so remember that it opened with Sir blank blank? Yeah. And so... As you're talking, I thought, I'm going to check this out myself. And I Googled Sir Billy McAllister. Because <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> anyway, carry on with your business. <laughs> okay, dear life from the path. My significant other and I have been together for 25 years. I am a youthful 71. He is 59. Mm-hmm. Until recently, I could cope with our age difference, but it has become a problem when we dine in restaurants. The server will often place the bill in front of me. I'm not certain if I should be angry or insulted. How do I correct this faux pas without embarrassing my partner? What do you mean? Just pass the bill over to him. I mean, quick advice, you could try not being angry or insulted. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have a joint bank account. <laughs> You've been married for 25 years. Hopefully you all are hoarding your finances against each other. I mean, is this the thing that tipped you? These exact words are the greatest. I'm a youthful 71. He is 59. Okay. Until recently, I could cope with our age difference. But it's become a problem when we dine in restaurants. Oh, well, I mean, how much of your life does that take up? Do you spend almost all your time in restaurants? Maybe. I feel like you're giving this. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean. There's a 12-year difference between them? Why do they assume the old person is buying? That right. seems rude. If I go out to dinner with my grandma, <laughs> they don't tend to check that to you're my grandma. With you? That's still, yeah. Who cares who assumes it? Just grab the bill. Whoever is planning on paying, just grab the bill. Why do you make it so awkward? That's true. Why would they make a big deal out of something so small? Right, like the waiter's going to come back and be like, <gasps> Bill moved. Or like if dun, there's dun, a dun. kid named Sir. I mean... Right, and then you just kind of set them straight and let them know they ain't no sir. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Mike. Thanks for bringing that one back up. I appreciate you firing me back up. I mean, I got to be honest. This, uh, I mean, if your life is overall pretty happy and these inconveniences happen once you go out to dinner and it's just this last, I mean, takes 30 seconds when they dropped this bill off, and that's just throwing your whole marriage into turmoil. Yeah, you're looking for problems. (sighs) We've been married for 25 years happily, but then this one time some kid came up and you should consider going to visit a homeless camp or to another country, like a third world right. country, or anything that would get your mind off this ridiculous thing to be upset about. Several yeah. will often place the bill in front of me. I'm not certain if I should be angry or insulted. Neither. <laughs> is this person thinking that the server is placing it in front of them because they are obviously older and that's where the offense comes from? I guess. Is it offensive in general to assume the oldest person at the table will pay the bill? I mean, it seems unnecessary. There's a center of the table, I assume. Right, exactly. You don't <laughs> have to put, put it in the middle. Anybody. But in either case, so uh, I- I'm assuming most of the time that they're putting it in the middle, and she just feels like it's mostly inclined to her as taking offense. <laughs> yeah, maybe she sits towards the front of the booth or something, and like <laughs> the guy's not going to reach across the whole table and put it by the napkins. Right. Anyway, this is dumb. Like, if you're not <laughs> yeah. going to pay... Uh, just shift it to your husband. Like, right. I, this does yeah. not need to be a thing. Yeah, yeah the most awkward happening. situation I've ran into is, uh, so uh, dating life, I was, I was always raised that man pays for dinner if he asks around stuff. Recently, that has kind of come about with some people that are super chauvinistic, like it should always be, you know, it doesn't always have to be the man, whatever. Bull crap. But um, the most awkward situation was when I went out with a gal. She goes, well, I asked you out, so I'll take the bill. And I went, Okay. And I slid it to her. And then nothing happened from there other than she pulled out her card and that was the end of the situation. Yeah, that seems that pretty straightforward. That was the most possibly awkward situation. Yeah, yeah. And it was immediately abated by just going, okay. <laughs> All right. Cool beans. What are we doing tomorrow? Hey, thanks. Yeah, yeah. when I invite you out. Yeah, exactly. It was when I invite you out, I'll pay then. That was the way we did things. Here, here's what I think has been happening is, is she has complained the whole meal to, with the server and so she has formed a relationship with the server. <laughs> so, you know, my... my Lettuce is wilted. My hamburger is not cooked enough. You know, everything is wrong. Yeah. So when the bill came, it's like she went to the person she's been talking to the whole right. time. Here you go. Either that or you've been complaining entitledly. Maybe the dude. Obviously, you're the one paying. Maybe the dude's a jerk, and they just assume they'll get a better tip out of the woman. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's certainly possible. possible. Yeah. Or just an inconsiderate waiter who probably grew up idle under the name of her. It's certainly possible. There is a wave, an increasing wave yeah. of issues, especially within the American education And that's what will happen. Mike, if, that's, if that kind of thing's not addressed right. you with can't, children. If you don't check sir now. They will be jerks. Literally, let's 52 years from now, sir may show up as a <laughs> schmuck that isn't taking the bill. 
I would submit only just on recent experience that I know enough people not named Sir that are schmucks that it makes no difference. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I uh, was once named Sir, and I'm much better now because. Secular's advice. Uh, it should not embarrass your significant other if you tell the presumptuous server that your escort is picking up the check. Alternative so short. <laughs> that, that sentence alone was the worst possible advice ever. How presumptuous that, of this server. They are saying she is saying my significant other and not my husband or oh, wife. Okay. So I mean they've been dating quotes, I guess, for twenty five years. Irrelevant. Irrelevant 25? for the story. Wait, you're twenty five years? I've been together for twenty five years. That means seventy five and so they met when she was forty five and he was thirty five. So he's 59. 34? Right? She's 71. Yeah. 34 and... 45? Yeah, that age gap doesn't 46. seem that insulting. Hmm. Uh, anyway, says, So, uh, it wouldn't hurt your significant other to speak up and ask that it be handed to him. If there's a question in a server's mind about who will be paying the bill, it should be placed in the middle of the table. Well, you just fixed everybody's life there, huh? Yeah, why don't you not worry about it? Tell your boy toy to go and speak up and say, I'll take the bill. And the server should have put it right in the dead center of the table. Like, the server has all kinds of time for that. Yeah, I got 57 kids over here that want soda refills. Let me make right. sure this bill gets right in the dead this, center of the rectangle. I get, I get paid six twenty-five an hour to deal with you. Yeah. Is this properly situated in this quadrant of the thing so that you're not offended? <laughs> like, like, is she asking that the guy has to pre-say that? It's like, oh, and I'll have the veal. And by the way, when the bill comes, make sure it comes Yeah, to I me. mean, who are we putting on this whole song and dance for? Right? <laughs> I really want to see just a skit played out of the easy possible situation with a waiter or waitress or server, excuse me, and people that involves, you know, genders, that involves the way that you <laughs> oh, deal no. with situations, especially money and all oh, this different boy. stuff. I would love to see that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like old Brad puts it on the table. Up, 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 Brad. Hold on here. Excuse me, sir. Do you, I do you will take you the bill. That I'm I will take the bill. I am the SO, the significant other here. This person has, has a constant card that says triggered. Oh. She places on the bill. I mean, I'm not paying now that you've upset me, Brad. Not, not to tie this in to some other things that are happening in this world, but I mean, for heaven's sakes, is this what we're worried about? I mean, you know, I mean, literally, there are, there are kids that need food and people that need help moving. And your grass is probably tall. And, like, you could paint a trim at your head. I mean, there's just a thousand. That was definitely a cascading down There's list, so actually. many things to worry about in this life. And you're like, the bill got put on the table pretty close to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, my. That is just, I don't know how you haven't found an online forum for your woes. <laughs> I mean, there's got, to be, group. there's got to be tens of people that are suffering through the same thing. <laughs> That are willing to, to deal with you on Me the Google. Me and Carl will unite against this. Holy cow. I mean, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You've been listening live from the path. Wait, what? We got Presumptuous. The, did we get the second? Yeah, we did. We got, they, they tried to solve everything. Yeah. Them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, that's the, hey, if that's you, call the complaint line, 515-517-0085. Please leave your name and uh, possibly your phone number and address so we know how to avoid you in future conversations. You sound pretty difficult to deal with. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We really do appreciate it. Hey, uh, maybe you've got legit uh, something you could use some advice on. Shoot uh, that complaint line will work for that, 515-517-0085, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll be back in the saddle occasionally. In the meantime, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Life in the Path.